who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Welcome back, friends, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance forces Caden to invent a new rule. Rajak has an unfortunate run-in, and Zoltana remembers her life with her debt. Adjusting to his new job, Caden lets the group run the meeting with the leader of the Witches' Society. Demi then informs them of the terror below Falsam Street, which they are to deal with. Is this terror truly a threat? Is it linked to the events of the night before? Does it involve an eight-legged horror? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Last we led to you, uh, Demi just informed you that uh, she was glad that you couldn't say no because she needed you to say yes. What do you guys want to do now? No. Boom. You said yes. Your move. <laughs> yeah, but she wants us to say yes, and I don't want to do what anyone wants me to do. And now we run. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Time to roll new character because she murders us. <laughs> yeah, Demi just stands up and performs like six versions of Wish and you'll die. Um, no. no. <laughs> okay. I don't um, think she needs Wish to kill us. We're only level two. No, she honestly doesn't. She can cost a level nine five on a nine at you all. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, <laughs> she'd do it. Wait, can I high five Demi? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? You put your hand up. Yeah. She doesn't leave you hanging. She, she, she claps your hand. Um, apart from the sting, you also notice her hand is very, very warm. Um, yeah, you you high five Demi. Uh, cool. <laughs> right, well, best we get going then. Um, I guess we'll report back in when we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you come back here and ask me, I'll either be here or I'll be out in the gardens or I'll be uncontactable. Un- un- Someone be able to contact me, but you probably won't because you don't have sending, right? You don't have long range. I mean, I don't have powerful you are. I mean, I don't even know if any of you have any real magic. Apart from you, and she looks over at Sultana, you have some sort of magic. Yes, I do. Mm. I am very magical and shit. Are you one of those, like, God-given magic-y people, or are you more innately magic? It's, it's, uh, it's Gad. Ah, 
Mm. Well, slightly less interested, not going to lie. So, right, you guys can, uh, you can go. There's the door and she waves her hand and the door opens. Sultana looks like really affronted. Okay, uh, be seeing you then and Balance just gets up and starts leaving, avoiding the runes on the ground again. <laughs> Zoltana, well, Zoltana tramps out angrily, like not like super angrily, just like a little bit like she was offended by the not being interested in the god magic shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Fuck you, my uh, magic uh, is awesome. Yeah. Yep, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> we leave. They leave. Excellent. The group leaves. Uh, Caden stays back to talk to um, Demi for a few moments, and then he comes out and, and joins you. So, so I I know where you're going to go. So, do you do you want to? I know where you are. Do you do you want to tell me where where you're going to uh, start? Well, there's two entrances entrances that we can feasibly go to. Question is, which one do we go to then? Well, I I wouldn't recommend the the one near near the pr- prison. That might might raise raise too too many questions. Right. Then I guess we're going to the one at the monastery. Was it? Rollick's real stressed out suddenly. <laughs> uh. Okay. We're gonna take a con save, Roger. Oh. God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Oh. It's an eight. Um. You guys notice that he begins to draw quite a lot, um, and kind of like has to wipe his uh, wipe his more a bit, and you will be taking two points of damage. God. Ow. All right. <laughs> yeah, as you, as you see him wipe off, you can see that a portion of his of his kind of like the skin below the scales has uh, kind of like coming off very particularly raw. You okay there, buddy? Mm. Sorry, yes. Um, See something that looked delicious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, yeah, let's just go. You're right. <laughs> okay. I guess we're going to the monastery then. Anybody know where the fuck that is? Yeah. yeah you guys can... got a monastery in Falsum? It's... I, I didn't name the place. Let's, Wait, let's it's, go. so it's not like a real monastery? You see Caden smile um, <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> it's it's not a not a, a mon- monastery mon- monast- monastery. Um, you'll you'll find out when when you you get get there. Um, I mean, we I can try try make arrangements to to get you to the the, the prison one if you if you really prefer, Raljak. No, it's best that we aren't seen trying to escape from prison. That's a good point, I guess. Oh, why didn't we ask Demi to disguise you? Hmm. Balance just turns around and goes and knocks on the door again. (laughs) (laughs) Just. What? Sorry, Demi, got a question for you, please. Uh, The door clinks open um, and you can see that she's yeah, no insight in the world uh, needed just to tell she's kind of annoyed. Uh, Balance just pokes us in. Sorry to bother you again, Demi. Um, quick question. Do you have any way that we could perhaps uh, disguise our dragonborn friend here so we don't have everybody and their mother trying to kill him or yell at him or whatever the hell it is? Both. All of it. Uh, all of the above? <laughs> um, well, I um, it's feasible. I can do it. It's, you know, it's not a. I mean, I can't do it, but it's 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 fine. Look, last time the magic thing didn't work so well with me. So oh no! I, I'm well, quite okay. okay. And she again, she she kind of like this time she stands up, like unfolds her unfolds her kind of rather long legs, and she walks over and it's like, "I'm really sorry for yelling. Not really a fault. Um, I can do it, but I don't know how long it will last. On, I mean." It's not going to change who you are. It's just going to make you look different. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, you still have a tail and everything, which you have to kind of deal with, and you're, like, gigantically tall, and, well, I don't know, I could height, well, I could change you into, to, or make you appear to be without, you know, I can make you look like a really tall elf. What what about this? And then Balance puts a white mustache on Rawl. (laughs) Would would this work? Listen, we don't need it to last forever. We just need it to last till we get into the sewers because apparently everyone in this town knows who he murdered and all that stuff well yeah it's pretty famous everyone kind of knows about him and the other dragon ball it's kind of a thing 
Wait, you killed another dragonborn? <laughs> Never mind, we can talk about that later. Anyway, point being, it'll be a hindrance to our investigation if people are stopping us uh, to yell at him or try to kill him or whatever. So, any kind of disguise. And I know that you're like, whatever about it, Ral, but it'll make our lives a lot easier if you just, just this while we're in Falsum, just this once, wear a disguise. I mean, is this something that you're going to keep coming back to me to ask? Because I'm kind of busy. I have my own things I have to do with, you know, people I have to talk to, shout at, you know, go save, that kind of thing. Well, that depends not- how long we're in Falsum, but probably not. I would hope not. Yeah, I'm going to say probably not. I think we just needed to get through the monastery. Uh, she kind of like purses her lips and like twitches it from side to side. She says, uh, <sighs> okay, I'll tell you what, on this one occasion, I will give you an illusion that will last for half an hour. That's it. That's all I'm going to give you because frankly, but you kind of sometimes deserve what, you know, you know, reap what you sow, that kind of thing. Um, but I take your point and I kind of, these people looked after because, you know, people have asked us and they're paying us to do this. So yada, yada, yada. And she throws her hands forward and Rajak appears to be a, an enormously tall um, elf who looks <laughs> who looks remarkably similar to Balance. Is that you, Uncle Steve? I haven't seen you in ages. How are oh you my, doing? Oh, my God. Raw looks down at himself and kind of looks really sh- surprised. Well, I was running out of inspiration. I mean, he's standing there, so. Wait, wait, for pro- for... The the lulls of it. Can he be a drow? No. <laughs> no. No. Oh. You have the illusion. This is the one you're having. You really taxed my patience enough. Kind of got things to do. Now move, 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 move. Thank you, Danny. You can see her hands begin to like spark up a little bit as she's beginning no, no, to we're literally going. shoo you forward. No, we're leaving. Bye. And balance is already like halfway down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> getting the fuck out of there. Don't need an angry witch. Well, this is weird. This is weird, but it didn't kill me, so... As you put your hands up, you can still feel like all the the kind of like your dragonborn features. You just, it just looks really, it's like you're touching air and it's just really weird. Well, stop it. You're not, oh my God. (sighs) This is weird. It's weird. Don't touch yourself. This is a weird thing. This has never happened before. Okay. As someone that's used to illusions, I'm telling you right now, don't touch yourself. Don't let anybody touch you. Nothing. No physical contact. Got it? No touching, okay. Uh, Caden just, he's following behind you openly, just like laughing to himself about this whole situation. <laughs> oh, I'm surrounded by idiots. Caden, mm-hmm. if we go into the monastery, you're, you're good, right? Well, Raj, she did say that the entrance to the sewers was behind the monastery, so we don't strictly have to go in. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, if you're going, going to the monastery, I'd, um, if if you're okay, I can. That that that's fine. I I seem to know where where you all all are. So as long as you go directly there, we we don't don't have a have a problem. All right, then we'll head there. Are you not coming with us? I need I need to make make arrangements for somewhere more more suitable for for you to 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 stay. Um, I have to find out exactly speak speak with Lindrin about exactly what it is he he thinks he's going to be managing and. Maybe get that Kai Kaithia on on board as as well, whatever whatever she is, why whatever she, she's here, but th- things to sort. Right. Yeah, bring Kai. Yeah, get that on that. Getting Kaithia on board, and then she kind of like gives a sly glance to balance. We clearly need some help in that department. <laughs> with balance or with cooking? <laughs> with cooking and with balance. With oh both. God. Uh, we need balance. Needs the girlfriend, and also we need him never to cook again. <clears throat> yes, the, the 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 second rule of that that house. Okay, well, should you get into to any? I I don't know if you get into trouble. I, th- I think think on on I uh, know. Just just take take care. Don't don't die. That's certainly the plan. Um, to keep. Keep an eye out around the 30-minute mark, okay? <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, we're still on a timer. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Um, we're going to brush out, or at least balance okay. okay. Hopefully everybody else is following. Yeah. Okay. Um, I assume you guys, are, are you, uh, I assume Railjack, you're taking the lead? Sure. Okay. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. Um, 
Um, you are you make your way through the town. Um, you make your way sort of towards where your apartment once was because it's in that kind of area. It's just around the corner sort of thing. Right. Um, and you, yeah, you, you come to this low building um, and you see the sign for the monastery and you guys who haven't been here before become apparently aware that this is, this is definitely a pub. <laughs> <laughs> the monastery is a, a bar? I told you I didn't name it. Okay. This is a very peculiar town. Yes. Well, not everyone can live in castles and whatnot. No, I do. Well. Well, yeah. I feel that. I didn't live in a castle. You really should sometime. It's quite luxurious, I assure you. All right. Whatever you say, poor little rich boy. Oh, yes. Mm. So uh, the entrance is around back. Um, You would go through the monastery to get to the uh, the Earth Dark. Uh, the the bar is uh, the bar the pub the inn whatever you wish to call it um, is 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 open even at this early time of morning. All right. Well, we're on a timer. Let's get going. And Balance is just going to walk in. Uh, inside, do we need to go in? The entrance to the the Earth Dark. Um, yeah, you got to go in. Oh, you have to go through it. Yeah. Okay. The entrance is so it is in that area. Um, okay. Yeah. So you go into this pub. It's uh, there's there's a bar kind of against uh, one back wall. There are a series of chairs and tables. There are dark rushes on the floor. There's uh, there's no fire in there because it's beginning to heat up already, quite a, especially in this time of morning. Um, and you can currently see that there is just an old man um, currently just sitting at the bar. Um, Rajak, you know that there's actually normally a platform behind here from which Colin and Emily stand on, but they uh, they appear not to be here this morning. It's uh, it is quite early. Uh, yeah, you would know this guy to be Jim. <laughs> it's uh, an old human. Jim is. Is everything okay? Where are the others? Who, uh, who are you? A friend of Caden. Uh. And Bogram. Oh, right, yeah. Short dwarf blight, right? Yeah. Yeah. There do's. Uh. I mean, yeah, everything's fine. Okay. Are you here for a beer? No, no. We're going, we're going downstairs. Are you really? <laughs> Why? Balance is gonna. Well, the lot of you don't exactly look like you belong down there. Well, she does. And uh, he looks down at uh, Zoltana. You two don't look like you belong down there. Racist. Uh, well, let's, we're going to seek out Bogram and he will, he, he'll show us around. That's fine. Yeah, he clicks his jaw a bit. Like, All right, I'll uh, come on through, new boys and girls. And uh, he, he leads you through behind the bar. Um, and he takes you into uh, a kind of a small back back room, uh, just like a storage room. And you can see that there is a, a door here behind some of the boxes. The boxes have been moved. They should, in theory, be in front of them, as you well know. But this is so common now that people don't particularly worry. And uh, he opens the door and you find yourself um, in a staircase that leads down. Uh, the staircase is starts off wooden and then becomes hewn into the rock itself, um, just gradually fading um, into actual rock and stone. There are a couple of like uh, magical lights on the uh, on the side of the wall, sort of casting a very dim glow as you go further and down. And eventually, the passageway, sorry, eventually the staircase leads to a passageway, and the passageway um, goes forward for some distance. And you can see that there is some flickering light ahead. And as you step out of this passageway, you find yourself in a very big, large, open cave. Uh, sorry, open cave. You just find yourself in a massive cave. You can't see, um, any exits or any other entrances. Um, but as you step into this, this cavern is huge. You can like look down over the edge of kind of the walkway that's around the edge that's leading down. And you can see that there is an area that has been cleared out and it's uh, filled with sand and there's rope. And you can see there are obvious like, uh, markings of blood and, and fighting here. Um, and you can see that there are a couple of rooms that have been hewn into the edge of this, uh, cavern, which you have come across. And there are some lights in some of these rooms, some some completely still dark and empty. And you can see that there are a few people wandering around. Uh, there's no people within this kind of like sandy uh, roped off area. There's none there, but there are people nearby beginning to chat and you know, like congregate together. This is what you see when you walk in. Um, I'm going to... Colin's not like with us, is he? Or Jim. Jim's not with us. Jim, no. Jim Jim left you guys there. Jim's a barfly and you've never known him to come down here. Yep. Um, I'm going to turn around 
Um, is there anyone like around us at the moment? Or are we kind of like clear? I can like talk in Loki. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely talk. You are okay. you're kind of quite quite high up above everyone else there. The the ring is is quite far below. Okay, rules. Don't fucking talk to anyone. Okay? If anyone asks, you are here to gamble. That is all. Don't say anything, don't talk to anything, don't agree to anything. Okay, where are we going? We're going to go. We're going to talk to my friend Bogram, and maybe he knows something about this. Two birds with one stone. I can thank him for for what he helped me with, and and then we can go. Okay. I don't know exactly where to go from here. Anyways, I just know there's an entrance to the sewers from here. Let's. Okay. Remember, you're in disguise for a limited time, and your voice doesn't change. You still sound like you. No. No shit. Yes. <laughs> you reckon you probably have about ten minutes left on this illusion. Okay. We should probably get moving. All right. I take them down and uh, to Bogram's place. Um, you wind your way down the stairs. Sorry, down down this kind of like pass uh, this uh, this walkway that goes down to where the where the the, uh, the the fighting pit is. Let's be call it what it is. Um, and you make your way to one of these rooms that is hewn into the side of this cavern, one which you know that Bogram um, has has access to, um, and you can see that there is a small light in there. Um, and as you approach, yeah, um, you can't really see so much inside. Um, it's it's pretty dark in there. There's only a very one very low, like, fluttering candle near, like, sort of, like, nearish to the window. I knock on the door. You hear the sounds of movement inside, and um, this... This short dwarf um, answers the door, kind of like very well built, very well stacked. And he says, what can I do for you? Bogram, old friend. Well, you probably don't. Yeah, um, I don't really remember you. And I was like yourselves. I don't really have much in the way of friends. A friend of Ral. Uh, listen, do how'd you, you know, know how about to... Ral? How do you know about him? Um, Is his door open? Yeah. I'm going to hit him with my tail, just like nudge him. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say you need to roll to attack. He's just standing stationarily in the door. No, I just nudge him. I assume you have control with your tail. So, yeah, yeah, you hit him with a tail and he looks down and is like, what the bloody hell was that? It is good to see you. Uh, listen, limited time with the, with this whole thing. Uh, with uh, You see his, his jaw kind of drop a bit and his eyes open wide. Oh, no, we are with Caden. Um we are on official business for Lindren. Um, we need to find this. Maybe you'll come inside. Come oh, on. We have ten, Let's ten not be minutes. talking here outside on the uh, doorstep. Oh, okay. What? Very quick. We're on a time limit, remember. Uh, this whole thing that makes me not me, it, it has ten, 10 minutes on it. We need to hurry. Uh, we have to be fast. This. Uh, we have to investigate something going on down here. I don't know exactly how to get there. He just still kind of looks a little bit stunned at you. <laughs> like, like. Um, I'm going to take the letter that he sent me in prison and hand it to him. Bogram, I came to thank you, um, but I only have I only have ten minutes before this this whole thing. Um, we we have to do this later. Um, ten ten minutes. Um, right, okay, right. What what? Have you heard of any creatures down here? Yeah, there's plenty of creatures that live down here. It's it's the earth. No, <laughs> creatures that are. We need to get into the sewers. Yeah. There's supposed uh, supposedly a creature um, that yeah. came through went the whole earth shaking. Something that broke through somewhere down here. Right, right, okay, right. I think I can do this. Um, yeah, I'll take you to it. There's uh, we've had reports there's something weird going on down there. A couple of members have gone down there too, but they haven't come back up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 10 minutes. Uh, sorry, you know, uh, time frame. You know how I get flustered. I don't do well under time restraints. Uh, Bogram. Right, okay. Um, and he he puts the letter inside the room. He closes the door behind him and he takes off at a bit of a run. <laughs> um, short little dwarfy run, just stomping from side to side. Aww, um, that's cute. <laughs> I guess I'm doing that too if I'm trying to, if we're trying to follow, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, you, you notice that he's carrying an axe with him as, as he goes. It's uh, kind of strapped on his back sort of thing, but he seems to be moving with perfect ease. Um, and he, he takes you um, through what looks like just another 
another room hewn into the side of the of the cavern. But as he takes you in, you realise it's definitely not. It's, it's an entrance to another to another passageway, and um, he takes you through and he um, he depresses a switch near a wall. Um, you can't see exactly where he put his hand, but he just leans against it, and you can see a portion of the of the kind of the the wall in front of you, which would have been a dead end, just slide to one side, and you can definitely smell the sewer before uh, before you step in there. Oh God! Ugh. Ugh. Wow! What a wonderful smell! Gross! Disgusting! Definitely clears the nostrils. You'll be assured of that. Uh, yeah. Um. If you don't hear back from us, find Caden and he will be able to find us. But uh, we should probably get uh, get started going before before the thing, you know. Right, okay. Um, I guess good luck. Thank you. I'm just going to run in. <laughs> Raw doesn't do good on time time things. <laughs> Balance just like turns Bogrim no. and says, yeah. it was a pleasure meeting you and then runs in after all. Sultana's gonna give him like a two finger like salute off the head, you know, and then run in. Yeah, like I'm gonna take like the panning out thing right now. <laughs> you just see Pogrom just like looking like, what the bloody hell was that? <laughs> what the fuck? Raw doesn't do good in time things, yeah. guys. I just want to point out a it, timer on something. It's stress. It only just <laughs> occurred to me that the reason you guys are so worried about the time is because we're gonna have to walk back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to be done with this in somewhere safe in ten minutes. Like I was like, I was like, well, we're already in the underdark. Why does it matter anymore? Uh, so panning back, uh, the camera sees Bogrin very much like, what the hell have I just witnessed? Face as the uh, as as he closes, uh, depresses the other sewer behind you. You can see that there's obviously a mechanism on this side which you could reopen it should you need to, and you find yourself in the sewer. It's um, it's uh, it's it's been like. Mm, uh, the sewer looks pretty old. Um, there's no definitely lying about it. It looks a pretty old sewer, and there's there's like low level sewage um, on the ground. But there are kind of like raised walkways just at the edge of this sewer. The sewer is kind of um, I don't want to know. Round's not a shape. Uh, they're kind of yeah. No, round would be the better shape. So they're kind of like rounded um, like ceilings and uh, sideways and stuff. And you can see that this passageway is pretty dark. In fact, it is total darkness. Um, Raljak, who can't see in the dark. No. You are pitched. To, you are plunged into darkness, my friends. Uh, for those of you who can see, you can see that the passageway, uh, that the sewer goes off to the left and goes off to your right. Mm. Well, this is a also, bit of a problem. The smell. I'll throw out. Also, the smell. Right. Gross. <laughs> well, I can't see shit. Oh right. Um, How far? Dark vision. Uh, sixty foot, I think. Yep. We both have sixty foot. Yes, we do. Um, Pure magic. Ha 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 ha. Do you have a? Does anyone have a torch or something? For uh, I, I don't. It's not exactly something I regularly need. Um. No. Let <laughs> me look. What's in a priest's pack? Because all I, my dumbass, only wrote priest's <laughs> pack in my fucking thing. Wow. Are you telling me that three adventurers don't have any torches? I have a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a sweater have, of dark have, Wait, wait, wait. I have candles. <laughs> yeah. Can anyone make a fire? I have a, I have a tinderbox. Oh, wait, I have a tinderbox. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where's that fire you threw out of the window this morning, eh? <laughs> well, guys, we need a light. Quick balance. Make out, breakfast. I'm going to take out one of my candles and my tinderbox and light a candle. Oh, okay. I'm throwing this out here. Future adventurers, learn from this mistake. If there's someone who can't see in the dark, pack a torch. Um. Maybe the person without the dark vision should be able to take care of themselves. I don't go over here, okay? I don't know that it's super dark and I can't see over here. I mean, come on, you're in a sewer, guys. Yeah, but what like... What did you expect? That there's going to be torches every hundred feet? You're in a sewer. Hollywood has Maybe. led me to believe that sewers are That's bright enough that I can see in them. They are not. <laughs> Maybe just not this part of the sewer. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so you're in darkness. Um, Zoltana has pulled out a candle and she has lit said candle. And I'm giving it to Rol. It's giving you dim light so you can see for 30 foot. And then oh. you guys can see for 90. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. 
<laughs> no, not you. God damn it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the you're welcome. I was looking for the, the fucking welcome. the mean one. All right, let's go. <laughs> what? The mean one. I'm only kind and pleasant. Hold to on. Before we start walking off, we should probably try to get a bearing of where it is that we're going. Do you know the sewers? I don't know these sewers. No, oh my. Take a perception check for me. In fact, you can, all three of you can, if you want. I got a 14. I'm not going to. I'm going to. He can see 30 feet. But you can hear. (laughs) You can hear. But you have the ability to hear. Did you know that lizards have really good hearing? Oh my God. Okay, I'm going to (laughs) roll. But you got to stop. Except for I don't actually know that at all. (laughs) 13. 18. Okay. On a 13 and 14, the smell is overwhelming more than anything. Um, it's not pleasant. You pick up tangent, you definitely pick up that kind of um, metallic-y, wet cardboardy smell, which comes with, with a lot of blood. Um, you can smell that. Um, it's quite pr- pronounced. Um, on an 18, you can hear the sound of uh, movement uh, quite a distance to your left. Okay. Uh, we should probably be going towards the movement, shouldn't we? Since we're looking for something that's in here. So um, a, we should go to the left, probably. That's probably where it is. Why do you say that? I hear movement in that direction. That's definitely a good lead then. All right, let's go. Yes. Uh, you should probably go in front. Uh, I'm not really suited for frontline work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stay behind me. I can't see shit. Okay, I'll stay right behind you, Raul. You, you go in the middle. Make sure I don't bump into any walls. Okay. We have to protect the precious baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did pass out watching magic, so... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not going to stand for this. <laughs> That's okay. You're probably going to pass out and be on the ground anyway. Okay. So I'm mean. sorry. It was perfect. I couldn't not. I mean, <laughs> fake news. Um, you guys make your way towards the the sound. You're walking for quite a distance, um, and it kind of like goes forward and then ever so slightly begins to arc around to the right. Um, Rajak, who have lived here for for quite a while, you realise that it's kind of beginning to circle its way. Um, Towards the very edge of uh, of Fausen itself, that it's um, the side of Fausen that would be on that is closer to being the dusk um, rather than towards the south. Uh, so you're heading north, um, and you, it's beginning to arc around and go that way. And you guys also begin to see that on the right, there seems to be some other passageways, um, like branching off from this particular sewer. Um, looks like it's possibly branching into a main sewer of sorts. And you can see that at the end of one of these on the right-hand side, as you approach, it's probably about third or fourth that you've gone round, you can see the briefest flickering of uh, firelight reflected off one of the walls. And ahead of you, you all begin to definitely hear the sound of movement. Um, riding your 18, you can pick up at least five different footfalls. Huh. So, four to sound or right to the light. I'm going to turn around and be like, so uh, there's like five people in that direction so uh do we want to go towards the people or the light (laughs) group huddle someone should probably scout ahead and try to find out i'm not particularly stealthy oh i'm not at all stealthy i am but i can't see anything and you raj and you have the fucking candle Uh, the light would help if we could get that Take it with us. No, I can't but fight anything without seeing it. So you would give yourself away with the light. Is the problem? We could get the light, but that'll I'm, give you away regardless. I uh. <laughs> ten minutes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your ten minutes are long gone. They are long. Shit. <laughs> you really think you're gonna have some sort of fight? in a sewer in the dark in less than 10 minutes and get back to Demi, are you insane? I mean, no, Neil didn't think so, but Ra was really hoping. So Yeah, yeah hope stashed as, uh, as as your dragonborn turns back into his dragonborn. Uh, we're, we're here for a purpose. Let's just go to where the movement is. But we weren't looking for five people. We were looking for one monster. Maybe there are more. Maybe these are survivors. Maybe it's people from the monastery. All right. I'm going to we'll walk towards the 
footsteps, but I'm going to have my hand on my uh, greatsword the whole time. Uh, As you begin to move closer, you become aware that these footfalls are... Um, now you can hear them more clearly and you define that there are five of them. They seem to be shuffling and running. Um, there's one gate which is particularly heavier than the other four. Uh, all right. So there's some shuffling. There's some running. There's a fat person. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! I wouldn't go so far as to call a brother fat. I mean, what's he going to do? <laughs> Sorry, that was really terrible. It's not me. No, it's Zoltana's It's what Zoltana said. That's fine. Sultana's mean, sorry. As you begin to run forward, you find that ahead of you, Zoltana, you see that there is, in your kind of like dark vision, you see at the very edge of it, you see this very, this humanoid figure that stands about, let's say about seven foot. Um, They seem kind of bulky and they seem to be like leaning on a heavy staff. And around them, there seems to be four smaller figures, probably about half the height, if that. And they seem to be kind of like shuffling and running towards you. They haven't quite spotted you just yet. You see them before they see you. All right, I'm going to prepare a, a great sword attack, but I don't want to like use the sharp end of my sword. I want to kind of like, I don't know if they're friendly or not. So I, I'm preparing to like... You can use- hit them with the flat of the blade. I was gonna, or I was gonna use the, the hilt and just oh. like, bonk them on the head with the hilt. Okay, um, there's nowhere to hide. I'm just telling you that you spotted them before they spotted you in case you wanted to do something. Um, but okay, you basically prepare yourself a, um, a non-lethal weapon attack. Yes, because I am nothing if not nice. Even though I said I was mean like five minutes ago. Uh, like five minutes ago, you just called him fat. So, you know, um, I'm a complicated woman. <laughs> you have deep and you have many layers. Um, exactly. I'm like an onion. Yeah, like an onion. You, as you, uh, do you stop or do you keep walking towards them? Uh, I feel like I'm going to stop and wait for them to come to us. Okay. Um, you... Come across, uh, as as you're standing there waiting and the other two, I assume, have to have stopped behind you, otherwise they're going to run into you. Um, you see the figure, the taller one, just puts an arm out to stop the, the smaller ones. And you hear... Check now if you speak it. Excellent. You hear... Ergoscopus. And he steps... It steps forward. Um, fuck it, it's he. You know it's he now. Um, he steps forward, like, leaning heavily on the staff and pulls back... Um, and pulls forward a hood so as he comes into a better range for you, you can't really see his face. It's very much still in shadow. And he approaches you. He's gone about halfway between you and the smaller figures and he leans heavily on the staff, um, like hunched over, like, Giscabucka! I don't suppose that's a language that any of us understands. No, no, I don't. That's why I'm not speaking in English. (laughs) (sighs) That's exhausting. Uh... Uh, uh, do you speak Kamen? A little. Uh, how about Dwarvish? Yeah. Gnomish? No. <laughs> little ones. Yeah. Elvish? Uh, at this, you see his eyes spark up red. Um, you can actually see his face now. And he spits heavily on the ground. Um, and as he does that, as his eyes spark up and you see him, you recognise the visage of an orc. Ah, gotcha. Sorry. Uh, hi. <laughs> Take a charisma check. <laughs> <laughs> that is an eight. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> He leans heavily on the staff and just kind of like scowls at you. The, the light fading from his eyes again, so you can only really see kind of the vague gist of his outline in the darkness. Um, yeah. I'm looking for one of Half-Orc. Uh, he said his, his clan is here somewhere. I, I don't know anything about that. We, we only just got here. Uh... Ral, you know anything about any half-orcs? You're from this town. No. 
No, I've been away for a year. Um, so if it happened recently, nothing. I, I, I don't know. We're looking for a, a, a creature down here. With, with yeah. a number of legs, but we're not sure how many. No, it, look, a creature not like you or me. Look, a creature that is busted through a wall hurting people or something. You see this orc turn his head like almost 90, like yeah, like a good 70 degrees looking at, at the dragonborn. What are you? Not from here, like you. Huh. Smart, that one. <laughs> yes, there is a creature. It is hunting down the pathetic flesh that lives in this sewer. Uh, have you seen it? I am not stupid enough to go after that. I have younglings to protect. And he gestures back to the four smaller creatures. Okay. Yeah, uh, could you point us in the direction? We are kind of supposed to be stupid enough to go look for this thing. I thought. Hmm. Yes. Go through that passage, right? Keep heading towards skittering sound. Be careful. There are people running back this way. We've done our best to avoid them, but they seem to be everywhere like rodents. Elves, dwarves, and gnomes. Hmm. Well, stay hidden, I guess. If we get the opportunity, we can try to do something. I don't know what we can do. Um, Is there a way out from here? We found our way in near some sort of prison such place. There's not a way out that you want to be seen or killed. Uh, well, if you're going to be of no help, I better move on. The way that we came, just stay there, maybe, uh, until everyone passes. I, I don't think that anyone knows of that way out. So it might be a little corner that you could hide in. Um, until everything blows over and then you can leave the way that you came, I would suggest. Um, if we find this half-orc, we will, I guess, look for you here. Is this where you stay? I will not be staying here in the filth. Okay. It's not going to happen. We must find him with or without your help. I shall keep moving forward if you cannot give me specific help. Well, there's nowhere really forwards for you to move. Um, and we're going into a dangerous place, it looks like. Right, um, well, we should probably guess best be moving. Yeah. yeah. It was nice meeting you. I hope you get out. Yeah. He kind of, like, growls at you a bit and just, like, refuses to look in your general direction, but we'll continue. Balance, like, grabs Raul and Zoltana and starts, like, yanking them in the direction the guy <laughs> indicated. Yeah. Uh, you see the, the, the kind of the younglings run towards the, uh, uh, the older orc and they begin to like trump their way, um, towards, or basically following the direction that they originally were, which is back where you came. So as we're going along balance to the others and be like, can we talk about the fact that we were just talking with an orc? We can later. A little bit weird. They're not supposed to be here. They're not, but neither is some other one that we know. Maybe we can ask her when we get out of here. He's got a fair point. Uh, you would know that the orcs, um, the Darskhand orcs, they they are not a part of either continent. They're neither part of Discora nor part of Kino. Um, so they don't have an accord with anyone, but generally are considered enemies of everyone. So, yeah. Or walking. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, you're walking. All right, we're you, walking. You walk right uh, through the passage he indicated and start making your way towards this kind of flickering light. Um, as you come around the corner, um, you see that there is a torch that has been discarded laying on the ground. Um, it's it's still burning. Um, the uh, The waste product uh, is somewhat less in this kind of area, more more in this kind of centrally area. Um, and you begin to walk along this. Uh, do you pick up the torch? Do you leave it behind? I don't uh, need it. I, I need it. <laughs> it's a lot better than using candle. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hey, hey it's better. At least I had something for him. True. True. 
Um, yeah, so you can put your candle back, return that to your pack, etc., etc. You now have a torch. Um, it seems to have just been discarded and thrown on the ground. And you followed this twisty, windy uh, section. There are, again, smaller passages that seem to branch off left and right. Um, and occasionally you just... It's it's just sometimes just really unpleasant. Um, but other times seems to have been like washed through. You notice with this uh, proper light now, rather than just a tiny-ass candle, you can see that there is a lot of this... Um, a lot of the remains of the blood rain, which is just absolutely everywhere. Um, it's kind of begun to stain some of the walls and uh, it's not like flushed through the system so much. You need to wait for a proper rain before that that does that. Um, and you, again, say begin to follow this, uh, ignoring your passages left and right, I assume. And you come to an area which Rajak would know is kind of kind of more central um, to Falsam itself. And it's a large open area a lot of the different parts of the sewer system um just flows into here and you can see as you arrive that there is a platform which has been built um above the uh, the kind of like lower level of this above that and it's kind of like made up of various different pieces there are some like large metal works some are just pieces of, of wood some are just other you know plant constructed canopies that kind of thing uh, you can see a lot of droid craft is in the working of this and you can see that this is quite a large large area there are about approximately six or seven what looks like shelters up on this platform um and you notice that there appears to be no one here there is still uh, the very low smoking remains of what would have been a, a roaring fire in the center now just down to to ash and a few odd embers um you can see that things have been overturned knocked as if everything was going away from the Eastmost um, area of this particular sewer. Uh, yeah, you arrive and it's pretty much empty. Um, uh, off to the east, you can notice that there appears to be some white strands um, that are hanging from the ceiling and across partway across this uh, a partway across this entrance to another part of the sewer. This is what you find when you arrive at the big open area. We should investigate the camp, but we should be very cautious. I agree. Can we tell which way it went? It was east, right? And you said it is moved through here? Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, people have been fleeing in all directions, um, basically, but not towards the east, which is where this, um, which is where this kind of like white strandy stuff you notice, uh, the white strand stuff that you notice is. Can I look for more of that in a different tunnel? Yep. Uh, make an investigation check. You're checking for the white string stuff. Uh, what are you other two up to? Balance is going to go into the camp on the platform, and okay. he's going to try to make sense of everything that's going on. Okay, take an investigation check. Uh, Zoltana, what are you up to? Uh, also investigating, I think. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular or just generic investigating? Generic investigation. Okay. Spot something the other two may not. That's fine. All right. Uh, <laughs> Neil, what did you get? Rajak, what did you get? I got a, a one. Um, uh, you might say a natural one. One might say a natural one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't find anything. You walk, you know, you know, maybe 50, 60 foot in each direction and notice there's nothing there and you walk back again and you do it for pretty much all the different things. There are about six of these different pathways out. And then the one to the east, you walk 60 foot down, like left, look left, look right. You listen a bit and you notice nothing at all. <laughs> You're not even sure that those white stringy things were there at all. Maybe it's just your imagination and then you stomp back to the others. Um, Balance, what did you get? I got an 18. You got an 18. Um, it becomes apparently obvious to you that, uh, that the people who lived here, um, you know, they weren't necessarily families, uh, but they were like one or two people maybe sharing a hut sort of thing. They literally left things as they were. You can see tables and chairs knocked over, um, like people fleeing in all directions. You can tell that the threat definitely came from the east, but you can't seem to find any real evidence that whatever the threat was has made its way into any of the other passengers. Uh, passages. Is there anything of value that could be of use to us that was left behind? There are some torches. I'm going to grab a few of those. And as um, Rawl comes back, I'm going to toss them at him. 
That's a good plan. You find approximately <laughs> 13 gold just spread out about the place. All right, I'm going to take that. Um, you find about 10 of this gold hoarded under someone's pillow. Um, <laughs> they seem to have been trying to hide it and hoard it. Not very well, but no one seems to have checked their bed. So, you know, All right. take what you will from that. Um, and you also find... Uh, you also find a very crude, like on one of the walls, um, in one of the passage passageways, you find there looks like to be some sort of symbol. And as you kind of like look at it and squint your eyes a little bit, you become aware that they are drawing what looks like a creature with possibly eight legs. And they seem to have an enormously large kind of head section but you can't exactly make it out because it was drawn in a bit of a rush, a bit of a hurry, um, just scrawled on the wall. Lovely. How many torches did I get? Uh, three. All right, so I peg Roll on the head with three torches as he's coming back. Ow, what the fuck? That's for you so you can actually fucking see what you're doing next time. I don't think three more is going to help me see any better than this one, but thank you. You're welcome. Maybe next time you should be a little more prepared. Burn. Right, um, and Zoltana, what did no, you No, they weren't on, <laughs> so they weren't a burn. Uh, Everyone's going to kill me. <laughs> Everyone, everyone is out to kill you. Poor Rauschak. I, mean, I got a 15. You got a 15, and you're doing generic checks. Um, you, you notice where Balance is looking, and you notice that he seems to be, seems to have tracked this kind of, uh, at least a part of way of what this creature may or may not be. And you notice that it too, you pick up on that and you begin to follow its its movement. It seems to have run in and then backtracked back through this eastern passage. And you begin to track it a little bit and you go along that corridor for a while and you begin to notice um, up ahead of you, there seems to be a lot more webbing um, strewn all about. And you see that there are kind of... Some of these strands are really thick. Some of them are very small. And some of them are still kind of glistening a little bit as if they have just been placed. That's mm. what you see about 80 foot down this <laughs> down this passageway. <laughs> you're so close, my friend. <laughs> so close in your natural world. So close. Well... It seems to me that our best bet would be to travel through this eastern passage here. And it seems that we're dealing with very large spiders, would be my guess. Oh, oh God. I hope nobody has arachnophobia. No, I don't do well in small spaces, though. Which is pretty close to this place, so let's go get out of here. Oh, are you going to get another nosebleed? No, fuck you. Do you need a tissue? You don't know anything. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I would know things if you would talk to me. Mm, you haven't asked. Let's go. All right. We'll talk later. <laughs> right. You you track your way down this eastern um, down this eastern passageway. As you make your way along with with the torchlight uh, those of you with, with dark vision are able to see much much further and you notice that these again there are webs of different thicknesses here and you you have to start it gets to the point where you can no longer just pass rush past them um they are so thick that you actually are beginning to need to cut and break them down as you make your way along Roll, can you use the torch to uh clear this shit out of the way i poke it with the torch you poke it with the torch. I don't know if webs are actually flammable. Well, fuck it. In this instant, they are flammable. <laughs> Normally, they are. Have knives. We didn't have torches, so you know we didn't bring anything to cut spider webs down. <laughs> you have a torch. You can bundle the webs in the torch. Okay, well I'll do that. It's up to you. You can do it. But in this instance, I'll, I'll, I'll say do that burn. with one of the unused torches, so that I still no, have just burn them. Well. Don't waste a torch that you haven't used yet. Just burn the ones that are here. Okay, I'll burn it. Are they burnable? <laughs> I poke it with the torch again. I don't know 100% if it is, but in this instance, let's say yes. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do some research. I'll find a spider web and set it on fire. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this stuff happens. I'm sure um, someone will yell at us. They're definitely fine. Someone probably already has done the work, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, you walk forward and you begin to burn your way through some of this, some of this webbing. 
and it's it's slow going. Some of this stuff does not want to burn, but eventually you apply the right heat in the right place and it whoosh, goes up in various places. Um, I need... Uh, that's only three of you. All of you take perception checks and all of your rolling has been naff today, apart from... Oh my God. Hey, I got a non-natural 20. <laughs> I got a 19. We're, it's looking up, guys. We might have a chance <laughs> against, the, against the spider. The ar- What's going to make me happy is that you're going to perceive your death. But <laughs> and I got it too. <laughs> right, okay. spot on form. Um, those of you above a two... Uh, <laughs> You guys begin to hear this kind of skittering sound. Also, the smell here is more earthy. It's not effluent so much. Um, It's definitely an earthy, odd smell. It doesn't belong here for sure. Um, And you hear skittering much further up and to the right-hand side if it's down a corridor. And as you begin to burn your and press your way through, you become aware that off to the left, almost... Uh, yeah, about 10 foot and up to your left. You can't quite see exactly. You hear kind of... Mm, mm. Um, I'm going to burn the webs a little bit more carefully and make my way towards that. As you do uh, with the torch, like you, as you begin to burn your way through these webs and get a little bit closer to that, um, you've taken down enough that you can actually see a cocoon. And the cocoon is... Uh, squirming? It's, yeah, let's go squirming. Um, the cocoon is probably, uh, you would assume, either a very chubby child or a dwarf. <laughs> oh, mm. no. Can we get it down? It's uh, it's kind of at ground level. It's not oh, like it's up in the level? ceiling. Okay. It's at ground level. Um, I got it. Here. You just okay. keep keep an eye out and uh, Balance draws one of his short swords and starts trying to uh, very gently cut away at the web so that I don't hurt whoever's inside. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll because you're trying to be careful and it's going to take you some time to do. Uh, yeah, you basically managed to, managed to cut this guy free and as soon as you kind of like uh, kind of like remove the webbing that's near the face, you just hear an intake of like... <gasps> all right, you're all right. Easy now. Try to keep things quiet. Are you all right? There's a spider. Yeah, we've assumed. It came for us. Uh, it's not... It's... Oh, my God. Are you all right? It's taken so many people. I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, I don't like small spaces. And he begins to, like, <laughs> worm his way out of this cocoon. Um, if you've made any more breaks into it, he basically rips through it and just, like, sits down at the edge and just, like, puts his head in his hands and just, like, takes a lot of very, very deep breaths. You're all right now. We're We're here to deal with the threat. Thank you. And he looks up, looks around, um, and he sees uh, Sultana and gives her a gives her a friendly nod of, of thanks. Um, what is what is Roljack doing at this moment? Um, he's looking over the guy, but I mean, Raw doesn't do small spaces either. So I mean, this is kind of he 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 looks nervous. Uh, the guy looks up at you and nods his thanks, but then he seems to take in your visage. He seems to take in who you are. And you see this kind of like half-disgusted look come across his face, and he he looks away from you. Right. Right. We are going to go ahead and attempt to deal with whatever this is. Uh, It's going to kill you. No, we we should be able to handle ourselves, I hope. Eh, We don't really have much of a choice. Uh, Right. Okay. You can either stay here and wait till we return. Oh, I'm, I'm going. There's, I'm not staying here. You coming with us then? Screw this. No, I'm, I'm fleeing. I saw my family fleeing. I saw, I saw my friends fleeing. I'm gone. And I don't want to stay here with it. And he looks over at Roljak, gets to his feet, and begins to stumble his way out. Okay. Well. Good luck. <sighs> Thank you. Locks yourselves. Begins to like stumble using the sides of the uh, of the of the. I want to say sewer. Yes, that's the right word. Using the edge <laughs> of the sewer to to keep himself upright and make his way back towards the the clearing. Jeez, Ral, people really don't like you. Yeah, you're just catching on to this, huh? So, what are you guys up to? Continuing down the tunnel. 
Um, you heard the skittering sound off to the right, um, and as you begin to like continue pressing your way forward, you find that there is indeed a passageway to the right, but the, the webs here are kind of thick. You see a couple more cocoons, and if you break them open, the people inside are, are no longer moving, no longer breathing sort of thing. Um, and you see probably about three of these as you come across uh, various different races. You find a gnome at one point, um, and you find yourselves a, a couple of elves. Um, and as you continue pressing your way through, you begin to notice that the webs are beginning to thin down a little, and that skittering noise is directly ahead of you. Oh, Rajak, fun. you're in the front. I need you to make a perception check. Oh, joy. <laughs> I've done real good at those so far. Well, you've got a 19. That's uh, pretty good. That's what we got this time. <laughs> We're having a great rolling night. <laughs> that's, that's a natural uh, one. You know, the, the, the lowest one that you can get. <laughs> all right, true to form. Um... You continue pressing through. You don't really notice that these webs seem to be thinning out. You don't really notice that there is a faint glow ahead of you because maybe that's just your torch. Maybe that's how light works, right? It's reflecting off of something. And as you take this like final uh, swing with your with your torch, um, taking the last of these webs out, you step into a wider part of the sewer. Um, it's, it's a kind of like another another clearing, but this is this is square in nature. Um, and yeah, you step into that and that's what you see on your natural one, I'm afraid. Okay. That's what you hear on your natural one, I'm afraid. And that's that's what you smell on your natural one, I'm afraid. He's got his eyes closed and trying to breathe. <laughs> how big of a yeah. chamber is this? Um, I don't know. How big are things? Uh, 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 <laughs> 20 foot by 60 foot. I don't know. Is that big? So it's a pretty long, long chamber. Yeah, it's a long chamber. Okay, uh, you're at you're at the end of it rather than at the side of it. Hang on one second. We're probably going to be, uh, well, we're probably going to get into a scrape here for in a few. Let me try something though. And Balance takes out his longbow and he takes out one arrow. Uh-huh. Um, he is going to take the arrow and like weave it, weave the tip of it into some of the webs. Okay. To get like a nice, a nice ball of it on the end, uh-huh. and then he's gonna knock the arrow on his bow, hold it over the torch that Rawl is holding, so that it lights up the end, and then fire it down, down the tunnel, so that we can get like a moving light source. Okay, okay. Um, you fire this this improvised light source, and uh, yeah, you. In fact, roll to roll to hit. Okay. All right, longbow hit. Oh my god, that's <laughs> really you. That's an eight uh, to hit. To tell them what you roll. That's an eight. an eight. All right, you pull back the bow, but it has been an extremely long time since you fired a bow. Let's be honest, it has been a time. Almost fifty years, uh, one might say. Has been well over fifty <laughs> years since you've last fired a bow. And hey, I'm gonna stick uh, extra weight on the end of my arrow, set it on fire, and then fire it kind of not really used to that either and it was 50 years ago since you ever fired a normal arrow and this arrow goes flying forward um and you see it fly past the 60 foot that you can see to the edge of the end edge of this particular um chamber that you are ahead of and you see it fly past a cracked opening to your left um as it gets a bit further out um about about 70 foot out you see this cracked opening to the left um it's a big crack um, you can see that there's a lot of debris beneath it as this kind of wall has basically shattered and fallen down. You can't really tell much more than that because of the speed that your arrow is traveling. And then you see this arrow kind of begin to dip down a bit as you haven't quite put enough enough power into it. And you see this arrow just go and it hits the deck and skids along a little bit. And then you reckon it's probably about 100 foot out. And you see this kind of like flickering flame. And then you see it casting light on a creature behind it. This creature is darkish green. It's covered in coarse, thick hair. And you see two of its mandibles kind of like flicker in its face. It kind of looks up in your kind of general direction. And you can see these multifaceted eyes staring at you. And you can see that as it looks down at this light, looks back up at you, it raises its front two legs, screams and runs towards you. Hello everyone, Balance here, voiced by Arch. First off, I would like to say I am in no way responsible for the small mishap that occurred in Caden's kitchen. That was just a unfortunate circumstance born of 
lack of knowledge, which I seek to remedy forthwith. I would just like to say thank you all very much for listening. We greatly appreciate your patronage in our infancy as we grow into a beautiful butterfly of a podcast. If you haven't, check out our podcast's Twitter account, at TLDpod. We're on there all the time, interacting with you lovely folks, and it's wonderful to hear from you all. You can also find the individual cast members' Twitters on there as well if you'd like to chat with them individually. If you would like to get in contact with us privately, you, of course, can get us at our email, theluckydiepodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, I would like to say thank you very much to Jason Basil, who on a whim was able to do alteration to our logo for me personally. Uh, he altered the logo to have a, a festive holiday hat with a flail head dangling off of it. It's brilliant, to say the least. Go check it out on our Twitter. And uh, that is about it. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you all in the next episode. The Spark Network. Imagine what your idea can do. <laughs> Ow, fuck. You hurt yourself in the face, didn't no, you? No, I stretched my, I stretched like a thing in my arm giving you guys the finger. <laughs> Okay, this is how this episode is going, is it? (laughs) This episode? I can't believe I injured myself giving you guys the finger. (laughs) It's called karma. This is a podcast. It's an audio medium. You have to let everyone know when you're giving us the finger. No, no, she's giving us, the players, and the DM, the finger. Oh, I know. (laughs) Our audience does not need to see us giving each other the finger. I think they do, though. (laughs) They need to see all the player hostility. Yep, yep. The fact that we actually just hate one another and these hilarious moments are just interspersed. Yeah, I I genuinely hate you all. We're we're, uh, making up the hilarious moments because in reality, we can't stand each other. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way we know how to cope. We Um, script these bloopers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things you could not script. <laughs> and if we did script this, what we would have done a better job <laughs> yeah. than pulling a muscle, flipping someone off. Yeah, if we were scripting that. this, we would not put in a visual gag. <laughs> yeah, probably would have avoided Ow. the visual gag. Can't give, can't pull a muscle from give, from making a hand heart for my friends. <laughs> You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled, or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But... I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.